What's up, everybody? It's me, your horror host, Abby, and welcome to Meet My Monsters! Okay, so hi there, ho there, hi, how are ya? <laughs> How's everybody doing this week? I hope that you guys have had a fantastic week since I spoke to you last. Um, I haven't. <laughs> I've had quite a stressful week, personally. But, you know, everything comes and goes. So, this week, I'm super, super excited about the little monster we're going to be covering. And it is one of your kind of local monsters... So, without further ado, let's hop straight to it. Deep in the swamps of Bishopville, South Carolina, lurks a beast so terrifying, locals can't bear the thought of it. Okay, so I'm not too sure how true that is. <laughs> um, that whole dramatic statement I made on locals not being able to bear the thought of it. Um, since they kind of host a festival in this creature's honor every year. But, you know, if I was a local, I would be scared as hell <laughs> of this week's monster. And I would certainly be very cautious of the scape or swamp. So, yes, this week we will be discussing the terrifying lizard man of scape or swamp, Southern Carolina. So, this creature has been prominent, um, not has been prominent, it has been a prominent part of the town's folklore since the late 80s. So it's kind of a relatively new beastie, which is amazing. So if you were just perusing through Scape or Swamp in South Carolina, Bishopville, and you think that you might have seen um, the Lizard Man, here are a few things about its appearance that you should look out for that will be a telltale sign of whether or not you've seen the Lizard Man. So the creature stands roughly seven feet tall, so it's quite a tall fella. Its skin is green and scaled, so it's really, really scaly and gnarly skin. Um, its hands and feet, actually, have three fingers and three toes, and all of their digits are super long, and they've got long, black, kind of terrorizing fingernails. The eyes of the creature are either red or orange. Um, the creature is bipedal, so it walks on two feet. And the lizard person, man, woman, he, she, it, they thing... Um, generally has a very long tail. So if you've seen one of these things, A, pray for your life, B, run like a mad person, and C, you've probably encountered the lizard man. So, as far as sightings go, there's actually quite a few that have happened over the years in this specific area. So it's not like the lizard man kind of jumps from place to place. It's very kind of central to the um, scape or swamp area in Bishopville and Brown Town, as far as I read. So, the most notable tale of the Lizard Man comes from one Christopher Davis. Late one night at 2 a.m. in 1988, 17-year-old Christopher was making his way home after a late shift at his job. I don't know why all of these things uh, entail someone driving around at 2 a.m. Like, America, why? <laughs> someone tell me. Someone please tell me what happens at 2 a.m. or the early hours of the morning that all of y'all are around and awake at that time to see these monsters. But anyway, so it's 2 a.m. 
1988, it was the 29th of June, and young Christopher is on his way home from work. Suddenly, this poor kiddo, one of his tires blew out, which forces the teen to pull over and put on... Not speaking well today, guys. Sorry. Anyways, so this forces the teen to pull over and put on the spare. So as he was finishing up, thank you, God, he was finishing up changing the tire. Imagine he was like halfway through screwing the bolt on. <laughs> but anyways, Christopher suddenly heard an aggressive stomping sound coming from behind him. As he turned around, he saw something that would haunt him forever. Huge, green, humanoid, a huge, green, humanoid mess. <laughs> That was kind of anticlimactic. Anyways, a huge green humanoid mass was running towards the teen. In his own words, I looked back and saw something running across the field towards me. It was about 25 yards away. And as I saw, eh? it was about 25 yards away and I saw red eyes glowing. I ran into the car as I locked it. The thing grabbed the door handle. I could see him from the neck down. Three big fingers, long black nails and green, rough skin. It was strong and angry. I looked in my mirror, and I saw a blur of green running. I could see his toes, and then he jumped on the roof of my car. I thought I heard a grunt, and then I could see his fingers through the front of the windshield, where they curled around the roof. I sped up and swerved to shake the creature off. So that was his actual statement that was made in 1988. So when he arrived home... um. He noticed that his side mirror was almost completely destroyed. I think it was actually torn off um, in some different accounts. So one, it, he drives home up his driveway and then it's like dangling off. Another one, it's completely ripped off. Um, there were also notable huge like scratch marks on the roof of his car. But sadly, there was no other solid evidence of the creature. So it was kind of like a based based on what Christopher said. So even though this is the most notable sighting of the creature, it certainly is not the first. So a year prior to Christopher Davis's sighting, a local cyclist was riding through the area when he decided to stop for a cigarette and a drink of water at the local well. So there's a well by the scape or swamp, and this dude decided, okay, cool, I'm going to go grab some water and just have a smoke and be done with my cycling. So suddenly the cyclist was alarmed to see uh, a huge anthropomorphic creature standing across the road from him. Needless to say, the cyclist quickly hopped back on his bike and pedaled like hell to get away from there. And <laughs> who blames him? I don't. I would do the same thing. So why this isn't the first noted story and the most prominent story, I don't know. Maybe it's because there's no name behind the cyclist. I'm not too sure. There wasn't much on this first sighting in 1987. And yeah, Christopher Davis's story kind of got a lot more airtime. So two weeks after Christopher's sighting, the police were called to a residency um, in Browntown. So during the early hours of the morning, the local's car had been completely vandalized in a very similar fashion to Christopher's. The antenna of the car had been badly bent, its fenders had been ripped off, and there were huge gashes scratched into the side of the car. Furthermore, the chrome trim of the car <laughs> seemed to have been chewed off. So it sounds like this monster kind of uses cars as a chew toy. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, that was the second sighting. Apparently, um, two days after Christopher's initial sighting, some bloke came forward and said 
you know, I've also seen this creature and um, it attacked my car, but then I shot at it and I wounded it and did it. So this guy was acting like the big hero, having actually shot the lizard man. <laughs> However, he very, <laughs> this made me laugh. And I'm still laughing as you can hear. This goon decided to recant his statement, um, I think two days after he initially made it, <laughs> because he was being charged for illegal possession of a firearm. <laughs> what a wally. Or, well, I don't know if it was illegal possession, but there was something to do with his gun that was, you know, it was um, unlawful in some way. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> okay, so... Apparently, like, the locals say that this guy was just trying to cause hype and get involved in the story or something like that, but, you know. Anyhow, over the summer of 1988, more and more cars were being vandalized in very similar fashions. So, furthermore, the reports of the lizard man began to grow rapidly. So, police were called into action and even managed to make a cast of the thing's foot. So, it's a, quite a large foot. I think I read it was like 14 inches long or something like that. I don't know if that's correct or not, but <laughs> it seems very big now that I'm saying it. But yeah, it was a, a very big foot with three toes. So in August of 2015, some exciting news actually emerged in the Bishopville area. A local, Sarah Berra, had shot photographic proof of the lizard man's existence. Or had she? So in all honesty, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it. And you know me, I love my cryptids. I 100% want to believe in everything. But this woman, no, she's taking a chance. She's taking a fat chance, if you ask me. And quite honestly, like, all her photo proof to me is that there's a very, very good lizard man costume that you can hire. <laughs> So for all willing husbands out there who want to put this costume on and run around for long enough for your spouse to take a photograph of you and pass it off as an official sighting, you know, it's there. You can rent this lizard man costume. So in my opinion, Sarah must just sit down. <laughs> because this, no, if you guys just look at the photo, it looks so bad. I'm like, oh. You know those cringe-worthy moments where you get super excited and you're like, oh my word, there's a photo of the lizard man. Then you see it and you're like, oi. <laughs> That's a person. Anyways, Sarah, good try. But nonetheless. However, the legend persists and is stronger than a few shoddy glory-seeking photo snaps, if you ask me. So every few years, the legend will re-emerge. And as far as I could tell, the lizard man doesn't actually ever attack people. However, it apparently really, really does not like cars. <laughs> so every time the lizard man reemerges, a car is ruined somewhere. So now that we know what the lizard man looks like, we know who's seen him, we know his kind of behaviors, we're going to discuss a few of the suggested explanations that have been passed off over the years for the, the, uh, the escape or swamp lizard man. So the first one, which initially, you know, everyone who listens to my podcast, you all know that I love dinosaurs more than anything. So I'm sure that you all think I'm going to completely agree with this one. But mm, anyways, let's get into it. So the first possible explanation that has popped up is that the lizard man could actually be a living dinosaur. So as I mentioned, 
if you know me, you know that I'm all for a good dino story. However, I'm going to tell you why this one doesn't sit well with me. So as far as I'm concerned, the lizard, the, the lizard person thing, man, woman, <laughs> seems to have a kind of air of sentience around it. So it's, it's calculated, you know. It, it chooses its moment to attack a car or to run away from a photographer. So if it were a dinosaur, based on the description, I think it would be a theropod. So for anyone who doesn't know, theropods were usually bipedal. They all had three toes. They had deadly talons for ripping and all of that. And they also had incredibly long tails. So it kind of fits the description of our lizard guy perfectly. So what's, like, what's the, the problem, Abigail? Like, where's the hang-up? And I'm going to tell you. So sit down. <laughs> so most of us dino fans out there in the world know that the thoropods um, theropods, sorry, not thoropods, were actually very vicious apex predators. So this family of dinosaur houses terrors such as the Velociraptor and the Deinonychus. So if you ask me, the perfect dinosaur that would fit the description of the lizard man essentially would be a Deinonychus. So this type of dinosaur could reach up to 11 feet once it was fully grown based on the fossils found of the creature. So it fits the height, it's got the really long tail, it's got the three-toed things, it's got the talons for ripping, you know, all of those good things. Um, and for those of you who don't actually know this, this is, <laughs> this is quite cool, but the vicious velociraptors found in the first Jurassic Park movie actually look more like um, a Deinonychus. So if you're thinking to yourself at home, okay, that's cool, but I don't know what a Deinonychus looks like. You completely 150% do. You don't know what a Velociraptor looks like. <laughs> so yeah, um, I think Jurassic Park just kind of tried to romanticize the raptor. And for those of you who don't know, a Velociraptor was actually about the size of a turkey or a small dog. <laughs> It was still vicious as all hell, don't get me wrong. Like A velociraptor, even though it was the size of a turkey, could run at you like mad and then it used its talons to grip its prey and then gut it. So it would kill it like that. But yeah, it's nowhere near being seven feet tall. So um, my little ramble aside, the Deinonychus was actually a huge kind of dinosaur and it was a very vicious hunter. So why is this important? You know, I must, you guys must be thinking, why the hell is this so important? The fact that it's a vicious hunter. So the reason it's important to me is based on the fact that I heavily doubt that a carnivorous dinosaur would timidly shy away from a delicious fleshy human pointing a camera at it. Personally, I don't think that dinosaurs were sentient enough to know, okay, cool, run away from the camera, run towards the car and attack it. I think if it was a dinosaur and if it was a vicious apex predator dinosaur, <laughs> it's going to run right at you. There's no sentience about it. No second thoughts. It's just going to be like, wah! <laughs> Anyways. So that is my first qualm with the dinosaur theory. So another reason that I really tend to shy away from the surviving dinosaur theory is based on the appearance and specifically based on the skin. So, um, the dinosaurs classed in the Dromosaurid, um, sorry, Dromosauridae group, family group, 
and this is the group that contains the Velociraptors and the Deinonychus dinosaurs. So any dinosaur from this family were suspected of having feathers. So therefore the victims of the lizard man or any eyewitnesses or anyone who encountered the lizard man would have reported the creature as having feathers as opposed to being large and having green scales, you know. So instead of calling it the lizard man, we would have been calling it the chicken man, pretty much. So those are my qualms with the dinosaur theory. The next theory we've got is an evolved lizard species. So the next uh, the next explanation is actually one of my favorite conspiracy theories of all time. And that is the reptilian race of the world. So a lot of people, I don't I actually don't know if I can say a lot of people, but as far as I know, the reptilian race is quite a spoken about thing. Um, and there are like huge debates circling about the reptilian people who live in the world. So from prominent people, <laughs> like people have said that Obama is a reptilian, that what's his face, the singer boy, Justin Bieber's a reptilian. The list is endless about how many people, famous people are supposedly reptilian creatures. But anyway, so that's one of the popular conspiracies. Um, another popular conspiracy is that the reptilian race is actually a sub-community of like humanoids living underground and the speculations of reptilian people go on and on and on and in all honesty i could and i probably will do a whole episode which is just purely dedicated to the reptilian race alone so however the reptilian race which is suggested to be the lizard man of scape or swamp are describing um like an actual cryptid animal which evolved alongside humans so people are putting forward the idea that the type of reptilian hominid evolved and grew into a sentient race of reptile creatures which kind of coexist alongside humanity. And they've kind of just taken over scape or swamp and made it their home. <laughs> so maybe. That's all I'm going to say on this note because it ticks a lot of my boxes. So the next... Um, theory that comes out about the the lizard people is definitely one of my favorite possible explanations and this is only because i can see a disgruntled old farmer running around terrorizing the village <laughs> so if that wasn't forward enough for you the next theory put forward is that this is nothing more than a disgruntled old farmer running around in a suit so perhaps one old gent was just completely finished with people stealing his vegetables like stealing his beans stealing his crops stealing everything so this old guy decided to create a legend and run around in a lizard suit terrorizing the neighbors you know <laughs> so while i'm all for a grumpy old man story the obvious issue is um the teeth and claw marks that are found in vehicles so i don't know unless the old farmer has a bad iron deficiency and unspeakably long fingernails I would personally put this to rest. So um, the next theory is a theory that I'm willing to buy into. And some someone put forward the idea of the lizard man actually being an extraterrestrial. So this for me makes more sense than someone like running around in a lizard suit or some of the other suggestions out there. So I do believe obviously that aliens would be sentient if they're intelligent enough to 
fly to our planet, then you know hell. <laughs> They've got an air of sentience around them. I do believe aliens would be territorial and kind of attack anybody who came into their space. But why would an alien race looking to take over or study the world choose a tiny little farming community as their base? That part just doesn't sit well with me. So perhaps it provides privacy for them. But for me personally, I always thought um, like an invasion would kind of be on a larger scale, you know, like look for bigger cities, more prominent areas. I don't know. That's just me. I'm not an alien. Can't tell. Maybe they like the smaller communities. <laughs> Who am I to say? So that is one of the theories out there. Um, the next one we're going to talk about is quite interesting. And some scientists have suggested that the lizard man is nothing more than a human being suffering from ichthyosis. So for all of you who don't know what um, ichthyosis is, like me, I had no idea what it was before I started researching this creature. <laughs> ichthyosis is actually a painful skin condition which can be described as dry, scaly, or thickened skin. So guys, I'm just going to put this out there as a forewarning to all of you curious humans out there, like me, don't research this condition. Like, don't Google it. <laughs> don't look at the pictures if you do, because in my opinion, they are quite disturbing. Shame, I, my heart does bleed for the people suffering with this, but yeah, it looks very, very, very sore. But yeah, so from what I did see in the pictures, um, the condition can really, really, really produce huge scales on a person. And it just looks really painful, like, ow. So maybe a family of people suffering from this condition decided to seek refuge in the woods surrounding scape or swamp, you know. So this condition is hereditary, so it can be passed down from parent to child, parent to child, parent to child. So there could just be a whole community of like ichthyosis sufferers living out there in the wild. But you know, this is, okay, here's my, my situation with this suggestion. If your skin is afflicted by this condition, it doesn't turn it green. Yes, it gives you scales. Yes, it's incredibly painful, but your skin stays the same color as your skin was before. It doesn't go green. It's not like gangrene or anything. So Furthermore, this condition doesn't make you grow a few extra feet. So unless the family who are suffering from this condition out in the wild were a family of giants, I'd say no. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Also, furthermore, guys, if you're suffering from a really painful skin condition, wouldn't you seek medical help? You know, like personally, I wouldn't like to go camp out in the wilds if my skin was really painful. I would go to the doctor. So I'm just putting that out there. So as always, now we get to my favorite part. And that is, what does Abby think this monster is? Sure, guys. <laughs> just going to level with you right now. This is a toughie. But in all honesty, I must be true to my cryptid heart. And I'm going to tell you that I believe that this is, in fact, an actual cryptid. So, yes, that's why I just put a pin in the reptilian race kind of suggestion. Mainly because I believe it. So, I don't necessarily believe that they were humanoids that developed on, like to the same extent as people did, you know. But I'm, I'm just saying that perhaps it is a sentient creature similar to like a Bigfoot 
which is just trying to avoid humans at all costs. So, yeah, just look at it like a Bigfoot with scales. <laughs> That's my suggestion because I definitely don't think it's a dinosaur because none of them have feathers. Also, a dinosaur is just too vicious. If it attacked people, then yeah, I'd be on the dinosaur train like in a heartbeat. I'd be like, yee, dinosaur! But there's no kind of recollections of it attacking people. Um, definitely don't think it's an alien. No, I've got nothing against aliens, you know. I'm just saying, nah, <laughs> don't like that one. Uh, I really, really definitely, although I love the idea, I don't think it's a farmer. Um, but I do strongly feel that this creature is real. And I do feel like people have seen it. And I do feel like there is something out there just ripping up cars. <laughs> so yeah, I think it is a new genre of species we have not yet discovered. So as always, kiddotos, if you want to agree with me or disagree with me, you can find me in the week and catch up with me on one of my social media platforms. You can get in touch with me on Instagram, which is meet underscore my underscore monsters. You can hit me up on Twitter, which is meet monsters. You can send me a Gmail telling me about your theories of this lizard man, which is meet my monsters potty, P-O-D-D-Y at gmail.com. Or you can go check out the website, which is meetmymonsters.com. But anyways, guys, I hope that you've had a fantastic week. To all of my South African listeners out there, happy Women's Day today. Well, not today. Happy Women's Day for the 9th of August when this is going to come out. And yeah, guys, I hope that you just all have a fantastic week going forward. And I'll catch up with you next week. So, bye! <laughs>